What's up, retail investors? Welcome back to Asune Miku's Crack House, episode 41. I am your host, as always, and three-stock owner of GME, baby, Sam Kingma. And joining me as my best friend and co-host, he's got Dogecoin, it's Miles J. Miles, how much do you got well, in Well, I Doge? took to the high seas with my man, uh, my man, uh, Dogecoin Doug. And they hook you up? Crow's Nestman. Crow's Nestman Dogecoin Doug. Do <laughs> fucking Dogecoin Doug. <laughs> the problem, the, the reason it's funny is that it's so low effort. It, it's, like, it, it, it's the first D name you would, you would think to yeah. say. I just think, like, I just like the idea of, like, I, I just like names like that, like Jetstream Sam from, like, Revengeance. D Dogecoin Doug. Where they got the uh, their nickname in front of their first, I always find fucking funny. Yeah, and it's always funny because the, their actual name is always the lamest thing ever. Like, like, like Sam or Doug. <laughs> yeah, Sam or Doug. Yeah, people people are always like, yeah, you know, his name is the Storm. You know, you know, the, like, or or the, they'll his name will be like, like Frank the Storm Castigliano. There, there's a, a a movie they reviewed on on um half in the bag that's called Money Plane. Money Plane. Hold on, I'm about to guess. I'm about to just guess the plot of this movie. Oh, do you want to guess the synopsis of Money Plane? Yes, because I think I know what it. I think I I could guess. I feel confident. Okay, that I could get this right. It has some. I'm going to assume that it has something to do with a like plane heist or a plane jacking. Because the plane is transporting a lot of cash or, like, bonds or some kind of easily, you know, obtainable money. And they have to get uh, it. Is that right? Well, well, it's funny. And it's funny you mentioned Dogecoin. Because they say on the plane they're carrying billions of dollars in cryptocurrency. Wait! What?! They're carrying billions of dollars in cryptocurrency on the plane. What do you mean? How do you carry billions of dollars of crypto? You can't hold crypto. Crypto's not real. Crypto's in your computer. They're carrying billions in crypto. And what's what's funny? What's funny too is he says they're carrying billions in crypto and millions in cash, which is not a lot. <laughs> Like when you think about it, it's not much. Billions. Like how, how millions are we talking? Okay, like you could be talking ten million dollars, which is a lot to the to the layman. But like for a heist, ten million dollars, like fuck no. I mean, it depends on the heist. It depends on the heist and what you're trying to get. The, the heist is they're taking down an underworld plane, which is one of the most dangerous criminal organizations in the world. I want more than ten million. I want the fucking Batman, Dark Knight stack of money, billions of crypto. So, so hold on, billions in Ho crypto. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I have a question. So, so when they say they have billions in crypto, is that what they said on hand? They have we have billions, billions in crypto. B okay, billions of crypto or billions in crypto? Billions in crypto. 
I guess that means they they have a laptop or they have some kind of computer with them that has the crypto yeah, on it. Yeah, some sort of server, yeah. I think one could theoretically have billions of dollars in crypto. I don't – maybe with Bitcoin, like maybe if you had enough Bitcoin, but there's only so much Bitcoin that can be – produced i think there's only able you're only able to make like oh there's only uh, there's a cap to bitcoin it's like 21 million something bitcoin can exist and then there is no more bitcoin it is done uh it has all been mined the bitcoin is gone with like whereas with like dogecoin like dogecoin's in in is infinite um it goes up to infinity so like it, it's possible but I just like the idea of, like, they have billions of crypto. Like, they have billions of Dogecoin, and Dogecoin's worth, like— Well, yeah, know. whenever I picture Dogecoin, I picture, like, the little, like, Canadian loonies where it's, like, the silver ring and then the gold on the inside. And it's just got a picture of Doge. And, like, the the the, the front of it is, like, the, the, you know, the front of it is the picture of Doge. And on the back of it is the numeric value. But it says very hundred or, like, very ten. <laughs> like— <laughs> I have a I have a twenty seven hundred uh twenty seven hundred Dogecoin. Do you? Yes, I do. I, yeah, so you actually got in on the GameStop shit, right? I, I did. Yeah, so I, I got in on I got in on the GameStop shit. I got in on AMC, uh, and I did I did get in on Dogecoin. I wanted to get on Dogecoin like two weeks ago, actually, and was like high and with my friends, and we couldn't figure out how to do, it and we gave up. Uh, and then it like wrote it went from ascent. That was when it went to ascent. And now and then it shot up to two cents, and I'm like, "Fuck, I'm getting in. I'm not waiting any longer." Um, and now it's hovering. In the a problem bit. is, I'm it's at three cents right I'm now. I'm too stupid to play the stock market, and I'm too stupid for Dogecoin. But I should get in on them anyway because the money's good. The, the thing with Do the thing with Dogecoin is that right where it is right now, you don't have to put in a lot of money to obtain a lot of Dogecoin. Because again, it's going for two cents. One coin is worth two pennies. So if you get a dollar's worth of Dogecoin, that's fifty Dogecoin at two cents, of course. Um, and the thing is, so I only put in sixty-four dollars in Dogecoin, and it's made me like a hundred, like fifty, sixty dollars, like on top, on top of the of of making my 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 initial investment back. It's, it, it, you know, so like Dogecoin's cool because I'm planning just to hold on to it for a long time. And hopefully if it does get up to the dollar, two buck, three buck range, five, ten years from now, that's going to be a good chunk of fucking change because I bought in super early. That's that's the thing with like the, this GameStop shit is like there's a lot of people that made life changing money from the GameStop squeeze. But everybody who learned about it, everybody who learned or who read the news, people like me who bought in, bought in because A, the meme is fucking funny. B, there's a chance you will see a good amount. Uh, you, you could still see some amount of ROI, although it's getting uh, just you're not you're not making you're not going to be making. This is no this, this is not a get rich quick scheme is what I'm trying to say. It's not a get, this is not a get crit with scream. This is a uh, get of maybe a bit more money if you put some money in, hopefully, um, in a bit when the squeeze like actually occurs. Um, and so like, there's a lot of people that I think bought in because they thought it was going to be like a get quitch thing, and they're fucking stupid. 
I bought in because I'm like, this is a, this is awesome. B, GameStop, it's fucking funny. And C, I wanted to stick it to these fucking hedge fund fuckers, um, who are playing stupid games and now are winning stupid prizes. Um, because that's what happens, Miles, when you play the game by the rules and you lose. You can lose fucking bad. But stocks are fun, dude. The stock market's actually like pretty fun. It's just a game. It's just a video game. And when you look at it like that, it becomes way more fun. You know what I prefer to stock market, Sam? Your fucking turnips and Animal Crossing? No, stockings. Oh, oh. I like tights. Fucking nice thigh-high stockings, Yo, funny. so funny story about this. Um, There's a, uh, a site I would recommend to everybody. However, it's fucking futile called AnyWatch. AnyWatch is without a doubt the greatest streaming platform for anime I've ever used and has ever been available, and um, it's I don't think it's up for debate. Uh, the issue is is that they have uh, it's uh, account it's account only, and they have uh, blocked any more accounts from coming in. So you'd have to join the Discord and enter a fucking lottery to get access to a fucking account to use this platform. I got in at the ground floor though, so I'm all good, uh, and I and I'm good as long as it stays up. And one of the features they have in the site, similar to Crunchyroll and a couple other places, uh, they have a roulette wheel where you can click the button and it'll pop out a random piece of content on the site. So an OVA, a, C- a series of TV, movies, shit like that. Then I've got recommended some cool shit. Uh, but there was one thing I got recommended that was one it was one episode, four minutes, about fucking tights. About, like, girls' tights. And I'm like, all right. I said, okay. I said, sure. Sure. Mom's going to call me for dinner in 10 minutes. Let's go. Uh, And I watched this fucking short. Uh, And I'm just going to assume it was an ad, like some kind of extended promotional video for a tights company in Japan. Because let me tell you, these were some fucking detailed ass tights, dude. These were some detailed legs. These were some detailed feet. With, with, with in the stockings, you you know, uh, you, you can't see the feet, but you can make out like a very you can make out like muscles and shit on the feet through the t- the stockings, and I'm just like I I don't know I'm like man I like tights man I really like this but this is fucking horny this is really horny also it was like really yuri too lots of yuri in this four minute short um I I don't remember what it was called. It was called like Miru. It's fucking... called stuff my stocking. Stuff my fucking stocking. <laughs> Sam, I saw something recently that rocked me to my core. It disturbed me deeply. Talk to me. What what you see? So I I will, I will tell you <laughs> what I saw, Sam. As if we you don't know already, because uh, we talked about it earlier. But it's good podcast material. Mm-hmm. So here it goes. I was in a Discord server, right? <laughs> yes. I saw some major simpage, right? Major simpage. Stuff we've talked about on the podcast before. Nothing new, right? We're recycling. You might be thinking to yourself, viewer, kind viewer, you're thinking to yourself, oh, they're recycling content. They're hacks. They're washed up. They've run out of material. They're recycling the same jokes. Wake up, kids. New coconut Fred on TV. (laughs) Oh, that was funny a year ago. And it's still funny now, fuckers. It's still funny, but, uh, but it, you know, but, 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 sh- sh- shut up, shut up. We're not recycling content. Bicycle. This, <laughs> because, because this, this is a new breed of simping, okay? Simping goes open world. 
What does it even mean when you say simp goes up on Roblox? Feet that kill! Would you sell them to me? From the great motherfuckers who brought Metal Gear Solid to the open world, it's simping going to the open world. <laughs> simping goes open world. The simps never die. die. <laughs> Can't wash this cum off my hands. I'm still in a Let the world mock us all. It's a means to an end. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I can't believe I, can't believe I didn't think of this one earlier, okay? Alright. Alright. It makes me believe in the only fans. Wait, no, wait, hold on. Uh, <laughs> no, wait, it, it, it can't be it makes me believe. It can't be it makes me believe. It has to be, um, yes. Um, okay, so instead of believe, it ends with feet. I can't think of, like, a good... <laughs> me feet on your only fans. Let me suck them now and never die. Anyways, dude, is there is there any is there anything funnier than telling someone that you want to suck their toes? Like, is there anything funnier <laughs> than, 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 than than saying that? I want to tell them. I I I've seen some good DMs, dude. I've seen some good DMs because I'm I'm in horny servers where where you know where you you go and you go and you, you try to find some good content. And it literally never works out. Literally never works out. You just stay there and you watch other people post shit and then you hope it you like it. Um, but but I've I've seen I've seen some fucking powerful ads. I've seen rate the, I I've seen rate my dick. I've seen a lot of rate my dick. And I and I must say, okay, gay people and straight women. Are on a fucking whole nother level. I look at a fucking dick and I go, "What? What do you want me to rate? What is this? What? Uh, am I supposed to be like what? What are the I'm supposed to be impressed? <laughs> yeah, am I supposed to be impressed? Like what? What is a good cock? I don't know. Let's get into discussion, Sam. What the fuck is a good cock? So, all right, what is a good cock? What is Sam? what is good cock? Uh, <laughs> what are frogs, Mulder? Um, okay. No, hang on, hang on. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get the, we gotta get the, the new Jabez music. For many years, what makes a good cock has been has been debated among academics. Socrates, yeah, Socrates once said, "A good cock is part of the Platonic form." Now, this is a reference to the Platonic cave, the idea that there is such a thing as an ideal form based in the realm of the forms. That means that there is such a thing as an ideal cock. But what is the ideal cock? This has been argued for several years. We have finally decided to take a look at the metrics that make a good cock. In this video essay, I will be analyzing shaft, yaw, tip, and the right amount of pubis necessary to have a good cock. So, so you kind of answer, answer answer the the question here. Is I think it's it's this for for rating cock, you need to have a set of parameters. I think size matters. Shout out Ratchet and Clank. The, the the tip I think is also worth worth determining. Circumcised or not circumcised, I think is an important. I'm just gonna say right now, if you have a foreskin, you're disgusting. Foreskin is fucking gross. Damn. It's the grossest thing I've ever fucking seen. Damn, dude. I hate it. I hate it. Your fucking pig in a blanket is foul, and I would fucking chop it off. But you need instant. to understand dude, that's. But but that's why the fucking Jew dude the Jews were onto something because they saw foreskin and they were like what the fuck that's the ugliest thing I ever fucking apparently seen. It and makes they're like let's all cut them better, off though. it does and this is the worst part about it dude it's this literally function it. it's over like, it's function versus fashion dude it's no I was about to say it's like when you wear armor in a game that's ugly because but, but the stats are better <laughs> yeah 
and and it's like and it's like I don't want to do this, but I have to. But this is a numbers game, dude. This is a fucking numbers game. All right, sex is a numbers game. Okay, it has to be good. So I got I got I got to have optimal sex. So you need so, sex, so you means need an optimal cock. So you need the foreskin for optimal for, yes, op, but for I the don't optimal want, cock. But when I'm rating a cock, I don't want to see the foreskin. I don't even want to rate a cock, dude. This ain't my speed. What are we why are we on this topic? I brought this up. Now now, now hold on. I I want to for the grower so so here's the deal. When 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 someone if if we were to rate a cock Boner mode on, boner mode boner on. Boner mode on, yeah. It no, has a, to be a flaccid on. Cock. You can't rate a flaccid cock. It's lame. There's there's just no purpose. And it's unfair. And I'll say it's unfair, too. Because if you're a grower, you can have an incredible cock. But it sucks when it's flaccid. It's just not fair. Okay? It's it's like it, there, there are rules to a contest. All right, Sam? Okay? That's like, right. The rule book right yeah. now. No, like, uh, all right. You know what I mean? Like, you don't. Like, there's women's wrestling, and then there's men's wrestling, right? Yes. And it's not a sexism thing. It's a physicality thing. Yes. It is It is genuinely just about weight class, weight division. You know, like, like if, if, you, if you are literally put in a ring with a man who's 250 fa- pounds, and you at your most muscular as a woman is, I don't know, 170? One, I, don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. Th- like... They will fucking they they have a better chance of crushing your bones because they weigh a hundred more pounds than you. Exactly. This is why Sam and I will never wrestle. Yeah. Like, th- but there there are weight classes. I I am a lightweight. My man Sam is out here fighting King Hippo. Like, Sam shut Sam, Sam is in the Sam is in the ring with Bear Hugger. <laughs> like, like this th- you have to understand. You have to understand that this this is th- there are rules. So rule number one, it's got to be erect. Yeah. If it ain't erect, get wrecked. Yeah, sure. Anyways, so I saw I saw a new breed of open world simping, Sam. All right. Okay. All right. Someone was simping hard. I'm talking the like like I'm I'm talking like your stupid VR game simping like that. Oh, okay. Level, the, right? the the 12-year-old in Echo VR simping. Okay. Yeah, but but and and the, this is a unique brand of simping. Okay? It's a unique brand of simping. When a new girl comes in, and and they go in for the kill. All right, they go in for the kill. They want they want to get in on the ground floor. All right, it's like investing in GameStop. If you were there early, you could be a millionaire. All right, <laughs> yeah. If 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 you were in there early, you could be a feet pick millionaire. Like, so so so, but someone eventually called them a simp, and they just said, "Hell yeah, I am." And I and and it was like it was like I got shot with a shotgun in the stomach. I was just <laughs> I just got. I got fucking blown back, dude. It's like it's like in a movie when someone gets shot with a shotgun and like the stunt doubles just like, whoosh. yeah, they fly ten feet back. Yeah, it's great. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's like that was that was me, dude. I I started I started having a fucking seizure in my chair. Right, paramedics on the scene, and 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 when they got me the jaws of life and they resuscitated me, I went back to my computer and I said what? And by that point, uh, two days had already passed by. Uh, so you know, so uh, the, the simping had ended, but like. I was in a coma <laughs> after after this. Like it knocked me out, and I just realized, like, Sam, we failed as a society. They we won. Failed. The simps are proud of themselves. They, they, they won. won, and it and it's not even and, it, and it's and it's far, far beyond that. They they won. They're starting to become a protected Twitter class, which is getting really uncomfortable. Oh my god! Are right. oh, so so okay? So here are the protected Twitter classes. Obviously. 
people of color, people of alternative sexualities, right? Yeah. Those are like, I let's we'll, we'll make a protected Twitter class tier list. <laughs> S tier. <laughs> so S tier are the people who deserve the most protection from ire and from you know yeah. whatever. From hate. Yeah, from hate. Your people of color, your people of alternative sexualities, your people with disabilities. Okay. Yeah. People who people who just deserve respect because they're not doing anything wrong. Animal accounts that are non-exploitive. Animal accounts that aren't like we rate dogs where they're selling merch or like whatever. Like just like here's videos of animals. Like the fucking seal account that's just like a Japanese zoo that posts their seals. Yeah, that's 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 fine. Now, let me ask you some Miles. Uh, why is it bad that the We Rate Dogs page has merchandise? They're a brand page. Like like we make fun of like Nintendo, right? Oh, it's of the course. same thing. Of course. Like once once you yeah, like when Nintendo makes a cringy post like Wigger Wednesday, like we make fun of that, <laughs> yeah. right? Like the same thing where like it when when you start selling merch, when you start becoming a company like you you are now in like C or D tier where where you are culpable to be made fun of. So I think I think S tier people who des don't deserve any hate, A tier fundamentally good people and fundamentally good accounts. Yeah, they are not like necessarily upstanding people or whatever, but they are upstanding members of the Twitter community. They are positive members of the Twitter community that spread no hate. They're just here to be good. Yeah, like okay? Dark Souls toilet. Yeah, Dark Souls toilet. Like if someone decided to harass Dark Souls toilet. Over, I don't know, like, well, the fact that they... I'll fucking kill you. I'd fucking kill your ass! Yeah, so, it, like, the Dark Souls toilet account accidentally liked a, a Joe Biden tweet, <laughs> and people were like, and people were like, ah, uh, he's not a Bernie or bro buster, like, like, like that sort of thing. Mother motherfucking like, speaks Spanish. Motherfucker's not even in this country, I don't think. Yeah, leave him alone, dude. Like, leave him alone. Okay, I think B tier is just average fucking people. The everyday user. The everyday Twitter user. The average teen who, like, the only thing that they do when they post on Twitter is just, like, you know... Follower account below a thousand. Yeah, and the average user who doesn't start trouble. I want to say that much. Yeah. Because the average user who does start trouble is in, like, D tier. C tier, I will say C tier are the brands. They're neutral. Okay? Okay. C tier can be a good brand. They can be a bad brand. They're just here to do a job. They are completely neutral to the platform. You could argue that they're harmful... But they're just a brand. They they have no allegiance. They don't care. The most that they can do is be cringe. You're allowed to make fun of them. Of course. Yeah. Because, yeah, because they can take it. They're a brand. D-tiers are actively harmful people, you know, like, but but not awful human beings. So D-tier is poor people Twitter. It's it's scam artist Twitter. Whatever other, like, just, like, shitty people. Like, Lily Orchard, like, Twitter. Um, <laughs> And then E-tier is, like... Actual hateful people, like bigots and, and stuff like that. Like, people who just don't belong in the platform, right? Mm -hmm. Child pornographers <laughs> don't, like... <laughs> fucking map-positive people, e -tier. like, you know. E-tier. Yeah, E-tier. Smash players yes. don't belong in the platform. <laughs> Smash players, dude. <laughs> Smash yeah. players are an Smash F -tier. tier. Wait, no, sorry, I already said pedophiles. Never mind, continue. Smash players um, are an F tier, dude. They're fucking below the... They're below the, yeah, the maps. Yeah, Smash players they're don't belong the They're below the maps platform. and the bigots, dude. Uh, yeah, they're below <laughs> maps and bigots. We'll throw furries in F tier. Cause yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck them. Fuck them. If you're a furry, uh, consider becoming a lollycon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that'll get you an E tier. That'll get you an E tier. At, the le at least. Yeah, that'll get you an E tier, man. We'll raise you up to E tier, Hey, man. Bro. Come hey, on. And on good behavior, lollycon status can even get you into D. 
Yeah, there you go. Yeah, if you if, if if you're not like the guy last week that we talked about who almost busted a nut in his sister's lap, like <laughs> that guy is an F tier. He deserves no respect. Yeah. I just pe- Lolly Cons on good behavior get in D tier. Yeah, Lolly Cons on good behavior are in are in D tier. Are in D tier slightly above poor people Twitter. <laughs> yeah, slightly above poor people Twitter. Poor people Twitter is the worst. Bottom bottom D tier. Yeah, I, I'm fine with our list. If we forgot anything, go. But fuck the it. problem, the problem is that on the on the this wait, is what about list. simps? Where do simps rate? Simps rate in D. I'll put simps in D. Yeah, sim, simps. I think high are, D. Are, yeah, high D. They're they're misguided, and they and they need to be course corrected with your mockery. It's. It just stop. Just please stop doing this. <laughs> it's not hard. It hurt. It respect. Respect yourself. It, you know what? Can I can I just be honest with everyone? It's it's episode forty one. That's just, here's why I care so much. Because in it, in another in another reality, I could be one of these fucking simp's. Like, do you know how fucking close I am? Like, you know how fucking close I, I like my life rides and like my life trajectory. You know how fucking well, we were, close we were I skated to the simp line? We were simps in high school, both of us. Extreme, extreme fucking simps. And we changed. We went away to school. We got over We it. went away to school. Well, we had our hearts broken. And we learned that the only people who could love us as much as a significant other is ourselves. Exactly. That's why I'm so on it. And that's why we, we talk about this show so much. Because you're right. It is like a fucking. It is an addiction. It is. It is something bad. And when you do it, and when you do it, and when you act like it's okay, and you're proud of it, is a huge issue. Because number one, nobody wants to fucking be around you, and everyone's gonna make fun of you. But on the other hand, you're not. You're just not doing yourself any favors. You're not doing yourself any favors. And I don't want. To see people go down a road that I easily could have gone down. And thankfully I had you and I had other friends who cared and give a shit about me. And I'm sure they have they have the same or they have the same or similar or, you know, sometimes be- maybe better, maybe worse support systems. Doesn't matter. You need to find a way to course correct this in your life because you're just you're, you're just going to go down a road that is going to lead you to a lot of heartbreak, a lot of fucking disappointment. And in really bad cases, a lot of money being gone. You know what? I'm 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 just gonna rule this as like an ultimatum. All right. I I think that I think that we just need to ban feet picks. Like we need we need to make feet picks contraband. Is that is that it? Is is, yeah, is that the solution? It. That's the solution. And you know what, man? I'll tell you why we need to make feet picks contraband. Because because you have Quentin Tarantino films. Okay. You have <laughs> Nintendo games. There's lots of places to get feet content. Okay. You don't need to spend money on that shit. There's anime, dude. Anime. Like, I just... Feet content doesn't need to exist. It doesn't It doesn't need to be... Feet, feet content... You know how people are always like, eat the rich or whatever? Yeah. Like, like, that, like, seize the means of production? Seize the means of feet, dude. Feet doesn't fucking need to be a commodity, if you wanna, right? If you want to jack off the feet, look fucking down. <laughs> Have like, you ever considered looking at the floor? Like, look at your own fucking feet. I mean, I get it. Dude, you need to simp for your disgusting. own feet. I mean, I That's get it. Simp for your own feet, okay? No more of this Bella Delphine bullshit. Simp for your own feet. feet. That's self-love. Feet are funny, dude. 
I actually, I, I know, you know what? I don't think feet are funny. I don't think they are. Why not? Because, and, and here's the thing, even as a kid, like, even, even as a little kid, like, you know, when, you, when you're a little kid, you, you, you go to, the, you know, go to the Rugrats movie. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on real quick. Can I, can I, can I, uh, can I specialize what I just said? Like, cause I said feet are funny, but can I tell you what I meant by that? People that, people that like feet are funny is what I meant by, is what I meant by that. <laughs> people that like feet are funny yeah i was gonna say you go you know you see you see your little nickelodeon movie and it's like oh someone's butt is out huh yeah, you know watch like you're, out. When you're like six years old yeah when you're six years old you see someone's butt and it either ruins your sexuality or you think it's funny or you laugh or like you know like uh like some some character farts and it either ruins your sexuality <laughs> or you laugh <laughs> um our, our childhood was full you know you watch an episode of totally spies it either ruins your sexuality or you laugh yeah a, a lot of fetishes were, were things that like writers in the 90s seemed to think were funny and they just weren't but like feet was one of them like like oh their feet smell really bad that's apparently that's humor and it's like no you ruined someone's sexuality oh my god i know we don't need to we don't need to ruin feet pics dude we need <laughs> they're bigger. to hold nickelodeon accountable for their, for their actions <laughs> for their actions we need to go up to nickelodeon we need to get our picket signs class out. action no that's just, dude, that's just sue him bro that's just sue him class action lawsuit the honorable sam kingman presiding <laughs> yep that's me <laughs> in the case of nickelodeon versus uh, the people the people versus nickelodeon <laughs> yeah the feet people versus nickelodeon <laughs> judge miles J, or like um you know uh, defense attorney miles J here or, no, I would be the prosecutor. Plaintiff. Right? Prosecutor. Uh, yeah, prosecutor. Yeah, plaintiff. Yes, plaintiff Miles Edgeworth with a Y. Miles Edgeworth with a Y. <laughs> I just... The, the fucking... The defense attorney is, is Phoenix wrong. Phoenix wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's like... I just want to say, simping, OnlyFans subscribers, anime degenerates, all of these people are your responsibility. With your callous... Writing of smelly feet jokes in Rocco's Modern Life, and cat, and cat dog, and Rugrats and Doug. You have ruined people's lives. You have made them degenerates, people who can never recover. Yep. And you need to be held responsible. These people are suing you for a class action lawsuit of seven hundred and fifty-eight billion dollars <laughs> to be divided evenly amongst every single foot person. Yeah, which will in turn come out to uh, everyone gets like 500 bucks. If you or your loved one are a foot person, you are entitled to find you may be entitled to financial compensation. <laughs> please, please dial 807-723. No, no, 33338 is feet. Oh, OK. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> one, one, eight hundred, one, eight hundred feet. We just need to sue Nickelodeon, dude. We need to sue. We need to sue Nickelodeon. For, I, for ruining people's sexuality. Can I? All right. That's that's just all right. Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, Disney. Is Nick the worst one in the in the children's cartoon power triangle between Cartoon Network, Disney Channel, and uh, in in Nick? It depends on the era. It depends on the era. Okay. Right now, Nick is absolutely the worst one. Nineties Cartoon Network was always the best. Nick was uh, second best. Disney Channel was. Non-existent, like it, it was just not. It was not bad, okay. but it was never the best. Yeah, I don't know. I actually think personally, I would put Nick above Cartoon Network. But like, Cartoon Network had Ed, Ed, Nettie. It had Johnny Bravo. It had Courage the Cowardly Dog, Powerpuff Girls, like shows shows that I think just had more staying power. Yeah, 
I and, think like, the like cultural consciousness. Yeah, I think Nick in like the late '90s slash early 2000s when you got shit like fucking Fairly Odd Parents, early seasons, Danny Phantom. That's uh, when it became number one. Jimmy Neutron, yeah. fucking well, classic no. episodes of SpongeBob. SpongeBob might have been, might be what puts them at number one, but consider that Cartoon Network also had Teen Titans. Yeah. In the in the two thousands, like late nineties two thousands, Cartoon Network had Teen Titans. They they had Adult Swim. They started airing anime. Oh like yeah, Naruto, Dragon Ball. I think that means Cartoon Network was always the king, until it was dethroned by Disney in the late twenty tens. See, this is this is what I was curious about because here's the deal: I have no, I have really no stake in the in the game anymore. Like I just because we we've spoken about this, I'm pretty sure on the show. But just in case, like growing up, I watched. Uh, ninety-eight percent Cartoon Network and two percent anything else. Oh, um, yeah. As far when it came to like children's cartoon viewing, which was everything I watched growing up as a kid. Um, like 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 Nickelodeon had some great programs. It had Rugrats. It had Hey Arnold. Um, it had um, Ren and Stimpy. Like things things that were like beloved in that era. But people reference Rugrats a lot less than they reference Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh, Rugrats yeah, clips, sure. clips get pulled out a lot less. Johnny Bravo is referenced much more than Hey Arnold, right? Like, people have a fondness for Hey Arnold. This is a stupid comparison. People have the same fondness for Hey Arnold that they do for Majora's Mask. Oh, my God. Stop. Like, stop. stop. No, fucking no, stop. People, no, people I do not want to fucking do this. People we got, watched it as a kid. We're not even halfway through the show. We're not even halfway no. through the show, and I don't want to talk about Majora's Mask. No, it's it's the cultural like comeback where people watched it as a kid. Yeah, and they were like, I remember liking it, and then they revisit it, and suddenly they're like, Oh my god, this was amazing and brilliant. Like you have all these video essays now about the Hey Arnold Thanksgiving special. Yeah, the Christmas or, like, one. The hey Arnold. Yeah, the Christmas one, the Hey Arnold block party episode about like you know, or the the episode about finding uh, Harold's. Um, wife who like he lost at ellis island like all this crazy shit um or like whatever his name was the the jewish guy you had people who did not realize hey arnold was fantastic yeah um and and in in that same in that same cultural rebound like people who played this as a kid suddenly remember like just one oh, day yeah. woke up and realized what they saw was incredible whereas like when we were kids and we were watching avatar the last airbender we knew it was great like like, oh, yeah. In the same way that, like, when we were kids and we were playing Ocarina of Time, we knew it was great because it was great in an accessible way. When I was playing Majora's Mask as a kid, I recognized that there was something special there, but I was just kind of too young. And then I grew up, and then when I was a teen, I found it really beautiful, and now that I'm an adult, I'm, like, 50-50. With Hey Arnold, I had the exact same thing. I was watching it, and I was like, I don't know if I like how the show makes me feel. It makes me feel kind of sad. Makes me feel a little melancholic. I don't think I like how this show makes me feel. Yeah. And then as an adult, you're like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm fuck, fucking awesome. Harold was fucking sick. But like, culturally, it doesn't have that staying power. It has that same. It it has a, that same kind of cult following. Yeah. Um, and then, but and then Disney Channel was always kind of limping to the barn. Disney Channel never really had like a hit program. It had like Kim Possible. That's like the only one I can really think of. Kim Possible is probably the only one everyone like. I mean, like Disney Channel had the Weekenders, which I we both love. Uh, yeah, Weekenders like fucking slaps actually. Yeah, uh, it had the Weekenders. It had Dave the Barbarian, which I loved. That show was fucking hysterical. But like, what else really? Like Disney was kind of like. I mean, it basically just had like its own little brand of cartoons and then nothing else. Like, I mean, I will say this: '90s Disney were probably underselling because we weren't big on like Ducktales, Tailspin. The Aladdin series. Okay, like I, I just series. I just pulled up a, a quick a quick list just to just to cite. 
Um, Adventures of Gummy Bears continue. Yeah, so like, okay, so like, there was Recess, um, which which there are some episodes of Recess that are really fucking good. Um, yeah, uh, Recess is fucking great. I like the movie a lot too. Um, yeah, that's a good film. Yeah, uh, Proud Family, Teachers is like, Pet, well, well remembered and well liked. Um, there's Teachers Pet. I remember that one, and no one watched that show. Yeah, Teachers Pet. Did you know Teachers Pet got a fucking mo- theatrical? I saw it movie? in theaters. I saw the movie in theaters. <laughs> Bro, I'm so sorry, dude. <laughs> The the movie's okay. The movie's kind of fine. I'm just I'm just I, no. I feel bad for your fucking ma who paid for it. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the movie's okay, um, but like, yeah, Disney Channel kind of sucked. I think they were hey, more man, gargoyles. On kind of gargoyles is is fucking cool. I mean, in the 2000s they sucked because okay. that was all their 90s output. Like you had Darkwing Duck, Tailspin, Ducktales. Like, that was their 90s output, and those are their most beloved shows, but they weren't as foundational for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm fucking scrolling through. Yeah, because a lot I, – I got to be honest. A lot of their, like, like mid-2000s, like, TV shit are movie – like, taking the Disney movies and turning them into TV shows like Lilo and Stitch, Emperor's New School, um, uh, the fucking um, Buzz Lightyear show, Buzz Lightyear Star Command. Which was good. Uh, which I've only so here's the I've only seen the OVA for lack of a better term. I've only seen the the. Did you just call the Buzz Lightyear like movie an OVA? It is. It fucking is. I mean, it is. Like you're not wrong. It's just an absurd thing to say. I've only seen the Tim Allen the Tim Allen cut, uh, where he does the the he voices uh, Buzz in the in the in the. In as opposed to yeah, like the whatever until the yeah, until the, the regular guy. And by the way, I like the the other guy's uh, performance actually a lot. He does a good job. Yeah, no, uh, he does a great job. He does a good job, especially for the the tone of of Star Command. Uh, but I love that pilot. I watched that fucking VHS tape all the fucking time growing up. Very fun. Do you remember Lloyd in Space? Like that was another like Disney Channel like fucking piece of shit garbage show. Like the Buzz on Maggie. Like they just had all <laughs> the, the sh- fuck garbage. Is Lloyd in- Yo, what the fuck is Lloyd in space? <laughs> Lloyd in space is, is the most this? low. L- Lloyd in space is the most low effort show ever made. It's literally recess, but with an alien. That's so fucking funny. That's so stupid. Oh Lloyd Lloyd in space is is literally like the the Dogecoin Doug of television shows. <laughs> Except I. I shit Dogecoin Doug out of my mouth in two seconds, and Lloyd in Space got, like, two seasons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there, yeah. there's a lot of bullshit, like, you know, like, fucking Pepperan. Nobody fucking gives shit. Pepperan. No one, Brady, no one likes Pepperan, Get the fucking shit out of here. The buzz on Maggie. What the, what the fuck? Why is Maggie's eyes, like, they're so, they eclipse her fucking head. So the reason it's called the buzz on Maggie is that Maggie's a fly. So she's got like big fly eyes. Okay. Now does she exist in a world with other fly people? Yeah, like it's like a little bug world. Yeah. What else is on this fucking list? What's with Andy? I've never heard of What's with Andy. I think he pulls pranks. I think that's the gimmick. But oh, you know what? There's a show on here that nobody fucking talks about that I've watched like a majority of and it's fucking incredible. And it's Fillmore. Oh, Fillmore's amazing. Fillmore's like genius. Fillmore's so especially if you if you've watched Fillmore gets way better if you've watched a lot of Law and Order SVU. It gets like leagues funnier. Um, it's it's leagues funnier, and then it's also still just a good compelling show. Like like Fillmore has some 
fucking killer monologues in that show. <laughs> Dude, he's such like, a he's such a great character. Where he's yeah, he'll just be talking to someone and he'll be like, I used to be in detention until I got rescued by the safety patrol. It's never too late to turn your life around. He's ta- he's talking to someone Oh, here's here's the Fillmore speech, alright? Here's the Fillmore speech, alright. Did I have to tell you about Penny? No. Who's Penny? Penny was my girl. She was my world. Or at least I thought she was. I used to trade all my baseball cards so that I could give her snacks at lunchtime. I was selling myself short, man. Real short. When I found out Penny didn't even know my name, man, I felt like a fool. It's never too late to simp for yourself, bro. That's what you gotta do. Because otherwise, you're just gonna be a fool without baseball cards. And let me tell you something. When you're out on the playground, watching other people trade cards, and you realize that you traded your cards for her heart, it just ain't worth it, man. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I tried to pull up a, a list of, like, great quotes from this show, trying to see if there's anything from fucking Fillmore. Uh, I just want to say, that was a, oh, that was a spot-on impression of Fillmore. That is like, how he fucking talks. That is exactly how he fucking talks. But like, like even the way he gives the speech, like I've seen enough Fillmore to like be able to replicate Fillmore. It's, it, it's so, it's just so fucking good. You it, traded your baseball cards for your dignity, and for what? Some girl's affection, her interest, a, a kiss on the cheek. You did yourself dirty, man. And that just ain't that just ain't, ain't right, right by you. <laughs> that just ain't right by you. You gotta love and respect yourself. The chicken was dry, Penny. Real dry. Real dry. Fucking great. Oh fucking great so episode of TV. So good, dude. Oh, my God. It, it, I love Fillmore. But, yeah, so in the late 2010s, Gravity Falls, Star vs. the Force of Evil, like, all these shows that everyone really liked and respected came out. Um, and then they had The Owl House, which is a hit now. So, like, Disney Channel had, like, this moment where it was just, like, the hottest one. Like, because Cartoon Network, you... After Adventure Time and Regular Show and Steven Universe ended, like, all Cartoon Network had that I could really tell people liked was Gumball. Yeah. And then otherwise, like, Over the Garden Wall was an event, but not, like, a whole thing, right? But you had, like, these longer-running Disney Channel shows that people really loved um, that, like, ran into, like, 2015, 2016, something like that. And, uh, yeah, I think Gravity Falls ended in 2016, if I recall. So... Uh, and then three year gap, the Owl House, roughly, and and the Owl House is really beloved now. And they had another show that I think everyone was really crazy about, but I'm I'm struggling to remember it. Like Cartoon Network really doesn't have anything anymore. Like the- Cartoon Network's output is now on Netflix. Like yeah, in 2010, She-Ra would have been a Cartoon Network show, oh, but it's not. It's a Netflix. Sh- show. Oh yeah, for sure. And and that's kind of the thing too is like because I'm trying to think like what the fuck new like what new shows are airing on Cartoon Network right now. Because none of them have hit my circle, with the exception of, like, I think Infinity Train is still running. Um, People like Infinity Train a lot, yeah. That's literally it, though, as far as as far as far shows that I know of. Oh, hold, hold on, like, uh, oh, new Cartoon Network programming. Um, I, I need, like, I gotta know, like, what are the fucking contemporary, like, programs right now, because... Oh, you, Craig you... of the Creek. Craig the Creek is still on. Is that still running? Okay. Um, yeah, and by the way, I think Craig of the Creek sucks. I watched, I think, an episode or two, and I'm like, this is just, like, less endearing Clarence to me. Yeah, it's literally less endearing Clarence. I'm sorry, just because he's black doesn't mean I like it more. I'm allowed to say that, because as I mentioned last week and multiple times in this podcast, every time I say some fucking head-ass shit about black representation, I care, because I am black. 
I gotta care about that I shit. I deal with the consequences like, of my actions. I deal, I deal with the consequences of Lovecraft Country's existence. Like, this is what... Like, that's why I got so fucking mad about that show, dude. Because I'm allowed to. Because it affects me. So, like... Like, I'm sorry, fucking Craig. You know what bothers me? And I noticed this about Craig of the Creek. This is, this is what I noticed. Oh, We're at an era of animation where black people are so not normalized, they're not allowed to have weird silhouettes. Like, you look at Craig of the Creek and its other character designs, and all the, like, white characters have these weird shapes, right? Like, okay, you have the, the gems, the crystal gems, yes. right? That's yeah. their name, the crystal gems. Okay, uh, Pearl, really long and thin and spindly. Like, if you saw just a silhouette of Pearl, you know you'd be like, Pearl. that's fucking Pearl. Yeah. yeah. If you saw a silhouette of Amethyst, that's Amethyst. Yeah. Um, you saw a silhouette of Garnet, that's Garnet. Yeah, like, you fucking can She's square. got a fucking yeah. square on her head. Um, yeah, it's like you see Steven. You know it's Steven because he's a fat. Like... <laughs> So, so you, you know, you know who those are like, and so you see PJ and Kelsey from Craig of the Creek and they have these really weird shapes. Like Kelsey's just like a, like a, she's a the spear. most like Tumblr comic fat bitch like <laughs> I've ever seen. She's just like, for some reason, Kelsey is just like short and stumpy and, and like, but she's white. So she's allowed to be. And then you have PJ and PJ has a ball sack for an ear. And like the man is literally a, uh, just the man is a column. Like, he's not a person. The man is an eyepiece from Tetris. The man is an eyepiece. His head is as thick as his torso, which is as thick as his legs, which are as thick as his arms. He's a column. Like, and then, but then Craig has a normal silhouette. He's got a body that looks like a human body and a big head. And, like, all the other black characters are the same, but then you have all these white characters who are shaped super weird. Like, this is something I noticed, Right. This is something I noticed, and and, and and it's just an observation. I don't know what it means, but I, I do know what it means. It means that, like, you can't draw, like, a black character like that yet because people are going to be like, that's weird. Don't do that. That's unfortunate that you made your black character look weird, which, you know, it's a fair critique, I suppose. But, like, you could do that in Proud Family because everyone was black in Proud Family. Because I'm trying to th – I'm, I'm, like, thinking in my mind because the old – like, really the only example that, that, came, that has come to my mind for, like – what like a, a like a black cartoon character that is a really distinct like outline from like recent memory was like Wallow from Bravest Warriors, is like very like you could tell immediately that it's him from a silhouette. Um, but he he's Samoan. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I I recently read the pitch packet for reasons, uh, and he's Samoan. Okay. Oh, that's cool. I didn't didn't, didn't figure that. Yeah, I I can actually I you you can find the Bravest Warriors pitch packet online. It's super easy. You that's Google like, it, you'll find it. Oh, that's pretty pretty cool. Um, yeah, you can find a lot of good resources for things of this nature if you were so inclined. Dude, let me tell you some like fucking Channel Frederator mate has like one of the saddest fucking videos on the entirety of YouTube where they basically just they flat out come out and say they're like yeah so we tried to bring animation to, to youtube and and make it work on this platform and it doesn't <laughs> and they're like straight up like they're straight up like we cannot make money here and that's why the later seasons of bravest warriors aired on their fucking uh verve um or whatever their streaming platform is which dude Real, t real quick, can I fucking rant about this stuff? Because I was talking with my uh, my buddies about this, and it's it's getting out of control, and I wanna I wanna bring it, bring it to the show. 
the we have like we have so we have so far gone past the point of no return with the fucking subscription services. Like it's it's so it's so many now. There's so many that it's like how like I, I it makes me wonder because of how crazy like how just insane it's gone. Like, if we're going to see an increase in piracy, if we're just going to see an increase of, like, people illegally, like, watching shit. Captain Keck, dude, come to, come join the crew. Dude, I mean, here's the deal. I mean, I was talking about fucking Annie Watch earlier today. I'm fucking already on that shit. I'm already on the fucking, I'm already in the bay, if you know what I'm fucking saying. But just, like, Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, fucking HBO Max, Crunchyroll, Verve. Uh, fucking Funimation's got one. CBS All Access, I think, is Paramount Plus now. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Oh, one. yeah, it's a big one. Apple TV. Yes, Apple has... TV Plus. Apple, Apple TV. TV Plus. You know what we need, Sam? We need our own streaming service that's not Spotify. We need a streaming service streaming where we platform? make original content. And I know the name of it already. All right, okay? hit me. Hit me. Crack Pipe. Crack. Ooh, dude. That'd be a cool. That's a good good name for an app. Crack pipe. Yeah, crack pipe. It's a good. It's a good name for an app. And so, then, so and then the, on, the on content. Our... The content is referred to as crack. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you want? Do you want it? Do you want a hit of crack? That's what we say. Yeah. No. And and when when a show ends, we say want another hit, and those are our suggestions. <laughs> yeah. That's that's our that's our uh, that's our model is we have like addicting we have a, a binge watchable addicting shows like we specifically get shows that make you want to binge them right and they're they're on the shorter side you get twenty two minute bingeable shows as opposed to like the hour long binging content okay yeah like you we our the point of our platform is you can watch three shows in one day right. Yeah, you can you can you can watch a whole television show in in a day. Like basically every show we have is over the garden wall. This is you getting my my guy. This is getting uncomfortably close to a uh, Quibi territories because this no, is the no, selling but, point of Quibi. But, but that but Quibi their thing was seven minute videos, right? Yeah. Like what I'm what I'm saying is over the garden wall was three hours of content, right? Yeah. Okay. So like the whole thing is like we have shows that are the length of Hilda. Shows that are the length of a twelve episode anime, right? Yeah, you can watch it. You can watch the whole thing in a day, okay? And yeah, that's you're the done. Because like when when you binge watch the Queen's Gambit, that's nine hours or however long. It's like yeah, eight it's or an nine epic. hours. It's an day. epic. <laughs> it's an epic. And like the Queen's Gambit is great. Hold on, I have I I realized something the other day. Do you know the Do you know the vast wasteland? Have you ever heard of this? Uh, I, that is a term I, I I have heard before, but I couldn't tell you what it means. The vast wasteland was a term, uh, a, a word, a, a phrase uh, used in Newton Minow, the chairman of the FCC during the John F. Kennedy uh, presidency, mm -hmm. um, which, uh, um, you know, obviously was very long lasting. Um, but uh, he he went in front of, um, you know, like the board of television or whatever. And he said, when television is good, nothing. Not film, not theater, not magazines, not books could ever beat it. But when television is bad, there is nothing worse. Um, and basically he said, I encourage you, the following, you know, people, to sit down in front of your television without a, a newspaper, without a magazine, without a book, without a TV dinner, 
without your without even your ratings pad in front of you and just watch and i promise what you will see is a vast wasteland he was basically saying like there's nothing on television but like vapid sitcoms and and game shows like shit that's not actually engaging to watch yes uh and unfortunately he also was talking about how there's no good american values on television which rot row so like because that was the end of of like a lot of really like good prestige tv uh as well like the dick van dyke show mm-hmm. um or not prestige TV, but, like, TV that we recognize now as really foundational, like, good work. Um, that was a little more, like, pushing pushing the line, edgy kind of mm, stuff, yeah. right? Um, like, he sort of implemented, or at the very least, this was the beginning of, like, educational programming, like, a focus on that. Um, but anyway, so I think the new vast wasteland is prestige television, which is ironic. It's not a vast wasteland because it's boring, bad, vapid content. It's a vast wasteland because all content is equally prestige to the point where things no longer have weight or stand out. You watch The Queen's Gambit, and it's a good show, and the next week you forget about it because a show equally as good, well-shot, and well-acted as The Queen's Gambit comes out. Yeah. And you... And you and you just fucking it's like it's a fucking pipeline. It's the same issue that Marvel has. And people don't realize it because they like prestige TV, unlike Marvel movies. Right. Mm -hmm. But people don't realize like prestige TV are the new Marvel movies. Snowpiercer is as good as Magellan or whatever. It's Marco Polo, which is as good as the Queen's Gambit, which is as good as. I don't know, like all of these shows that just come out that people say, have you yeah, seen this yet? Just, and you're like, there, what the fuck? There's, uh, yeah, and it's not to say like they're all equal in quality, but they're all they're all equals in the sense that these are really well done productions. Yeah, um, that that there that that there is this bevy this bevy of content that is just good enough, like or just just excellent enough, like just it's as engaging the the best television on the best television right now is as engaging. As a pretty good movie. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, like when you go see, like, a Mission Impossible movie. Now, those are great films. Yeah. Th- th- those are great films. They're, they're great watches. Like, a truly great film is, like, Brazil. Or, like, Blade Runner. You know, like, that level of, like, Kino caliber. Reservoir Dogs. It's like when you see, like, those Oscar winner movies where, like, you know that they're good and high quality, but also they don't really impact you at all. Yeah. Right? Like, people... Like, people talk about, like, Birdman or, like, La La Land or Moonlight. Like, people don't reference those movies as movies that they love. They love them in the moment. Actually, my, uh, shout out my buddy, uh, shout out my buddy Sam Mosher, uh, his favorite movie is, uh, La La Land. So, fucking gotcha, like bitch. La La Land gotcha, bitch! I like, well, I like La La Land well enough, but, like, you know. La La Land, ironically enough, I think has more people who like it because it didn't win the Oscar. I think if it did win the Oscar, it would have more, it would, it would be like a Green Book situation, right? Um, maybe, I I don't know. I think La La Land's a better movie than Green Book. And I don't even think Green Book's particularly, like, shitty or anything. But that's, that's the point that I'm trying to make. It didn't deserve to win an Oscar. Like, it didn't, it didn't even deserve to be nominated because it was just an okay, like, feel good kind of movie. Like, everyone was like, why wasn't Little Women nominated for Best Picture? And it's like, easy, because Little Women is not that great of a film. It's fine. It's well shot. It's well done. Like, if Little Women was a miniseries on television... Yeah, I would, you know, like, of course, but, like, if lit- I'll say this much, okay? Shape of Water is a movie that people love. They still talk about it, right? Yeah. And that won the Oscar for Best Picture. Lord of the Rings won the Oscar for Best Picture. You know, uh, Silence of the Lambs, 
um, things like that. Like, there are certain movies that win the Oscar and, and they are beloved. Versus, like, you know what won the Oscar in 1998? The, the Oscar winner for that year was um, Shakespeare in Love. You know what else came out that year? Uh... Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> it lost. It lost to Shakespeare in Love. That must And the reason suck. is because... The reason is because the Weinstein Company, Rutro, uh, ran a huge campaign to like make the movie seem less like they were like, did you know that they fabricated events in this film? Like they they basically like ran a huge campaign where they schmoozed with all the Academy winners, and they were like, the movie's not even good. They fabricated events. Meanwhile, their movie was a rom com about Shakespeare, like that no one talks about or no one even really likes anymore. Like yeah, no one that. talks. I about haven't heard anyone say Shakespeare in Love in fucking years. Exactly. Because no one cares. So that, that's kind of my point. Like, there are certain Oscar winners people don't care about, right? And then there are Schindler's List that people still reference as important films. Yeah. Um, and so, like, Prestige TV is kind of at this point where, like, what was the best show of 2020? You know? That's it, you know, here's the deal. You ask 20 different people and you're going to get 20 different answers. Because here's just where we're at with media now that people just need to accept is that – I'm sorry. Media cannot touch us on, on in a in like a major cultural way. It can media can impact us in a very personal way, uh, but I think as a as a culture, I think media is has, is done. It can't. It can yeah, no longer do it, it. It can't. It can't have the same big bang like the Sopranos like changed society. Because and you know why? Because everybody fucking watched it. Lost. Because Lost was the same way. Yeah. Everyone was strung up on Lost. Oh yeah, no, my parents watched you know everything with the I think the last season of Lost. Um, yeah, we and they all kept did. up with it, and yeah, and it was a huge fucking thing. And just like we're just not there anymore because I got to be honest, like uh, my group of uh, my group of college friends are really up to speed on like what's kind of happening in TV and like what shows are out or are coming out or are going to be good or is worth you know catching up on for you know follow-up seasons shit like succession and stuff like that they fucking love shit's creek all that all that stuff um yeah and i look down to what my parents watch on fucking tv and they watch all cable shit all shit on fucking nbc they watch the blacklist they watch fuck my mom watches fucking law and order reruns and hgtv uh house hunter shit but also, like, yeah, they watch Blacklist, This Is Us, other fucking NBC. I don't know if they watch Chicago Fire or any of that shit. But, like, that's the kind of shit that they that my parents watch. People in their, you know, 50s um, are watching on TV. Completely, radically different, like, realms we're, we're speaking. And then you ask me, who's, you know, don't doesn't really watch any fucking TV. If you ask me my favorite fucking TV show... Of, like I'm only watching like I'm watching Cobra Kai right now, which by the way fucking slaps. Like this shit's actually fucking good. Um, it's just shonen. It's just it's just shonen anime. Yeah, it's American shonen, which is which, fine, which is incredible, which is awesome. Um, but it's also it's like my it is the best. It, there's a moment in season two of Cobra Kai that like made me laugh out loud because it was so fucking funny, but also so, so just straight up and honest where it's, it's Daniel and his fucking mom sitting on the couch, relaxing, having a moment reminiscing about when they first moved to the Valley and his mom just goes, Oh, the eighties. And I'm like, Oh my God, they just admitted it. They just admitted it. They just admitted it that, that they're like, brand isn't the eighties just the fucking best.
But it's so like what I like about Cobra Kai is there's so much shit where it's like, man, the 80s, though. But this is so endearing about it. It it cares so much about how cool the 80s was, but also how like fucking wait calling out how lame and stupid it was, too. But still just having an endearing love for the whole thing. It's fucking cute and super great. And I love it. Um, and just like. I but but with like most TV, it's like it's either gonna hit your circles or it's not, um, and which is fine. Which I is mean, totally like, fine. You know what I'll say though? I will say this much, right? That is a return to form with movies. Movies are the new TV in another way, which is that you could have like seventy movies come out in a year, right? Like from the same studio, and yeah. they were just throwing out like m- like modest budget movies and hoping one of them would be a hit, right? Yeah. So you, you would have like a couple different films. Like there's a lot of Jim Carrey movies. Only a handful of those are like big mega successes that we still remember. But there's probably a lot more Jim Carrey movies than we might remember. Oh, for um, sure. People remember The Mask. Uh, they remember uh, Liar Liar. They remember Ace Ventura. Like Sonic. The, you know, uh, Sonic. They remember Sonic. <laughs> So it's like, but you you had seventeen Jim Carrey movies come out in a week, um, and and they hoped that one would be a hit, right? Well, like so like he, now now television is the same way where they're just like, let's just kind of fund a show, we'll give it just the right amount of money that we'll probably be able to break even, and then let's hope it's a hit. And like that's kind of what every streaming platform is right now, except or sorry, it's just Netflix because like the other ones, they're probably taking bigger risks on bigger swings. And yeah, like if those don't pan out then that's a big loss for them. Oh whereas yeah. HBO Netflix, Max, like, I think is, is a good example. I think of that is, yeah, I think whereas we're with see... Netflix, they're, they're probably taking some, some, they're taking big and small swings and whatever succeeds, succeeds. Yeah. Netflix is like, if we throw a hundred darts at the board, one's bound to be a hit and they're right. They're like, yeah, they're right. Every time they're right. Um, because like perfect example, like, we, you know, you brought up the, the King's Gambit, like perfect example of like, in the in the same realm as like the Tiger King as the as like the making the murder as like Stranger Things of like these shows on Netflix that really take off and hit in a really big way with people, uh, and they get people really interested in in, in a subject or, or in this case chess. I will say I'm I kind of want to play chess now. It seems it's neat. Cool. It's I mean I thought it was a fucking cool game before everyone watched a fucking documentary about it. Um, but whatever. I'm glad people are into it. Yeah, I mean, like, Queen, but again, Queen's Gambit, I watched it. I was like, that was good. And then I moved on with my life. Meanwhile, it's like I play Ocarina of Time and I fucking cry tears at the ending every fucking time, even though it's the same game I played 900 times already. It's like, I don't know. It's just, I think that television just can't hit the same way anymore. I, like, for me, at least. And, and and that's not for everyone, you know? Clearly, like, I, I have my problems with BoJack Horseman, but, like, there are people who fucking, like, it changed their life. Like, yeah. it was so powerful and honest, it fucking changed their life. The only television show, to this day, the only show to ever make me cry is Over the Garden Wall. To this day. With all the shit I, I watched. To this day. The only show. Um, and And so that's... You know, that's the whole thing. Meanwhile, like, fucking every game I'm fucking blubbering at these days... <laughs> What's fucking, just a, it's I just fucking, a media. It's just a medium you're more invested in too. That like you have. Well, to and I also play it. Like that's the thing. Like um, I was talking to a buddy, uh, not a friend of the podcast, Alps. I should I should get him to listen to these. But um, uh, I was talking to him and and we were just discussing like how in Japan like there are so many more kind of ways to make a show and to sell a show than in the United States. And this is not speculation. This is true. Like. Believe me when I say that I I have done my research on this to say the least. I won't say more. Oh, I've well, done like, research on on how you sell a show in America. 
um, oh, versus, I, oh, like, yeah. our, my understanding of how things are done in Japan. Well, there here's are the... lots and lots and lots of ways to get a show made in Japan. Oh, yeah, because, like, I mean, like, and for people that don't believe you, literally go to fucking my anime li list and look up what anime is coming out this season alone, and it's going to be 50, 60-something shows. Yeah. It's and, and actually are, insane how much anime gets. Some of them are are based on a manga, which means that like, you know, which means that they're they're probably getting some some budget under the table for or a light novel from the, from the or a light publisher. novel. Yeah, or a light novel, so they're getting some money from the publisher cuz it's great promotion for the actual content that's being produced. Yeah. Some of them are original works by like big studios like, you know, if Trigger's got something, Trigger's got something, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like and and people that's a hype thing. Or like, um, you know, uh, A one's got something. A one's got something. A one, A one is a big deal. Um, the, the, and you can, you know, you can have a show like Common Rider, where a new edition of Common Rider is going to be very good, but also it's primarily toy driven. So you have, so you have certain shows that are driven by merch, which isn't really a thing anymore. Ironically, not not here in the states, not in no. America, not in America, but in Japan, it still happens. There are still a lot of shows where it's like we're making this because it sells toys. Because, um, yeah, I mean, it's part, yeah, I mean, for Kamen Rider, it's definitely toys, but, like, um, Japan is just, has just, like, way more shit in, like, the, the high-end market of, like, figures and shit. Yeah. Like, if you, you get a, um, yourself a fucking nice anime figure, that shit's gonna cost you 200 bucks. <laughs> like. Yeah, but, and, but that's the point, too, and the, and the thing of about course. Japan is that Japan, the reason that Japanese shows are so emotional, there's two reasons. America is very individualistic. We cry when we feel like it. We fucking get on fucking Instagram and we just fucking blubber our eyes out over the fact that Bernie Sanders lost. Like, you see all those TikToks of, like, these fucking white women who are just like, Socialism's dead! <laughs> Healthcare is dead! And it's just like, people, you know, that people express themselves very strongly on social media. Whereas you go to Japanese social media and everyone is, like, really, really polite. Um... And, like, the ones who aren't are usually kind of shamed off the platform to at least some extent. There are a lot of rude people on Japanese Twitter, but not nearly as many as American Twitter. Um, Japanese people love sad movies because it gives them all an opportunity to cry in the same room together. Uh, and the other thing about it is that they're crying tears that they already have welled up, that they just hold inside from stress and from being reserved and from taking certain things on the chin and from like if you get insulted or if you know if something bad happens at your your work if your boss reprimands you you just bow your head and you go back to work and like you don't talk back you don't like i i would have people at my old job who like if the boss reprimanded them they would defend themselves they would argue against it like you know in japan you don't do that you just yeah. You just take it. Just and a it cultural sucks, difference. And it makes yeah. you want to cry. Yeah, it's a cultural difference. And it makes you want to cry. So, like, they have tears already fucking stored in them. And so, like, anime and this great stuff is just there to push it out. It's just there to kind of give them that release, which is why you have S Simon fucking screaming at the top of his lungs about the human limit. Like, because, because Japan is fucking gunning for your tears. Because that's what they value in their media and that's what their media needs to be in america our media just needs to be something you can put on while you eat dinner like and and that can even be prestige tv like like it's something that you put on like what that you watch just for the sake of the hours of like of just of just keep keep subscribing to the platform if we give you great engaging content you're gonna keep subscribing to the platform whereas yeah. with where like the content is the sale whereas oftentimes in japan creating an emotional connection with the work is important because 
it's also going to sell merch. Oh, it's going to sell a ton of merch. Yeah. If you love a certain character, you're going to want a figure of them. Yeah. You know, if you love a certain model of robot, you're going to want a figure of them. Whereas with Netflix, it just it just has to have a certain number of subscriptions and views. They just have to get your attention for that little bit. Um, they don't have to create this emotional bridge that's going to guarantee you're going to want to buy more things. You're going to want to go to a convention. You're going to want to buy cosplay materials and official costumes. You're going to want to get figures. It's just not the same model anymore, which is generally why I think that our media and the way that we make media tends to be more focused on just having, like, great prestige television content that's also not that's also really easy to consume and forget about at the same time yeah very i mean very true right like and that's just like that is just kind of the the cycle of the whole thing because like right now everyone's talking about fucking queen's gambit and fucking a week and a half from now no one's gonna be talking about this shit anymore they're gonna move on to the next thing because again as you said there's just so much shit available i want to go to rotten tomatoes because there was a show that i saw um i just i i I saw a show and i was like what the fuck is this and it had like 90 million percent on rotten tomatoes like yeah so there's wandavision which obviously we all know but there's a show called lupin and i was like lupin yes dude in the third i had the same fucking reaction for the record i had the same fucking reaction as you because i saw this lupin thing i'm like what and it's it's not. I, it might be with with the original Lupin, who Lupin the Third is based off of, like the book. This is Omar Sy effortlessly effortlessly hits every mark in Lupin, an engrossing espionage thriller that lives up to its source material and then some. So I guess it's like a it's the book. Or some it's shit. well, it's book. Lupin the Third, the character is the grandson of the original Lupin from a book that someone wrote that was public Lupin domain. Lupin the First, yeah. Lupin the First. <laughs> No, literally, there is a movie called Lupin the Third the First. Oh, yeah, yes. Well, Lupin the the Third the First is the movie that is the CG movie that's coming out. Yes, which I'm excited to see. Well, Dude, it's I am excited. It's just it just doesn't have good subs yet. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm excited like, to the, see that. The, my friend had subs, but they were like translated from Brazilian subs into English. Oh no, that's rough. Um, yeah. So, yo, I, I want real it. real quick. I want a little off topic, but I want to I want to shout them out. I want to shout out. The good men and women in the translation scene for manga, you motherfuckers yes. are unrespected goats. Um, I want to shout out, yeah, manga translators. Like, the people translating JoJolian are fucking cracked, dude. They're on it. It's nuts. Yeah, like, the fact that, like, what, it comes out in, like, how fast. Like, when a new chapter of JoJolian comes out in Japan, in Ultra Jump or wherever it's airing, or wherever it's it's being published. Yeah, uh, action jump. Action jump. Okay. Um, like how fast? Like, is it twenty four forty eight hours? You're reading it, or let me see. So the release date of Joe Jolian, um, chapters, uh, in Japan. The, so they come out on the eighteenth and nineteenth in America. Uh, okay. For for us, um, it seems that they. Oh my God! It might even be same day. Because the release of the original run was May 19th, 2011. Which oh, means shit. that it might be same day. That's possible. Wa- that's crazy. Because especially for like something like Joe Jolian, because I haven't read it yet. But I'm assuming since it's a monthly magazine, it, the chapters are like 30-something pages, right? 40 pages usually, They're 40? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? And keep in mind, Iraqi's dialogue makes no sense. Yeah, so like what? How? How do you do I need, this? Hold on, I need to. I need to just read a. Ra- I'm just gonna take a random scene from Joe Jolian and I'm just gonna read it to you. Okay. Okay. 
I'm just gonna read it to you. And because uh, and I know this because the the recent chapters are fucking crazy. So like I know I'm gonna find some crazy shit if I just like go to a random page. Um, and and this is what they gotta translate. Oh wait, hold on. Is this? Oh, come, get get this fucking ad out of my fucking face. <laughs> Fuck. I'm cutting all this out. Oh yeah, I think. Oh, I just got an ad for Cunt Empire. Never mind. I'm not fucking cutting any of this out. I got a fucking Cunt Empire ad, dude. <laughs> Click it. Thing. Yeah. So the, the funny thing is that the the splash screen says Chick Empire, but the URL is Cunt Empire. So it says warming up fingers, hiring bitches, drinking orange juice. Like this is the load screen. It's loading. Gender objectification is on the bottom of the screen. Handing out wet T-shirts. Like it's loading moisturizing air this is like this is happening live growing forbidden fruit this is happening live i want to say checking your age that's uh, humorous fuck you the world follows an interaction uh interconnected chain of logic logic is in quotation marks regardless of what type of stand ability you have to overcome that chain of logic and launch an attack that touched me is simply the act of pursuing, in quotation marks, me is certain to become a severe disaster, in quotation marks, that is sent back to the attacker. That is because the flow of calamity, in quotation marks, is the flow of reason, in quotation marks. <laughs> the logic, in quotation marks, of this world is linked together in a continuous chain. To overcome that and reach me is not possible. Dude, I might be fucking for Jojolian, dude. I don't think I can read this. <laughs> I, I, do, I do have a question for you, Sam. Yeah. I do have a question for you. What is... A piece of media that was too big-brained for you to even penetrate. Where you were like, I don't fucking get this. I'm just too dumb to understand this. Oh, fuck. Um, there's a bit. There's a fucking bit, I'm sure. Because, um, like... Here, give, give me one for you while I scroll through my Steam library and, and find one. Sure. So, I, I, think, I think the one work of art where I finished it and I said, I don't get it, was... Um, Either the master or the favorite, which are you can tell those are like stupid fucking Oscar garbage babies. Oh, oh yeah, the favorite. I'm familiar with that movie. Yeah, I, the fa I watched both of those and I said, "What was the point of both of those?" Like I finished them and I was like, "What did I get out of those? What did I get out of any of those?" I I had a similar feeling with "Sorry to Bother You," but the problem I had with "Sorry to Bother You" is that I could not tell what certain what like what the writer stood for at certain times oh yeah like, i always talk about the art gallery scene and how like that's the most confused scene in the movie where i'm like wait so is it okay that that tessa thompson is doing a white person voice because she's doing it to sell art but it's not okay for him because he is selling out but she is selling art that that boosts her own culture like what or is she also being condemned because i expected it to be a similar condemnation but it's not like i was just sitting there like what do you want me to get out of this scene yeah, that movie's really fucking confused. I, I, I think the first, like, third of that movie's, like, actually, like, 10 out of 10 fucking perfect. But to answer the question, because I have the answer for shit I was actually too stupid for, it was The Witness. Really? I, I, after, like, after I played that game for six, seven hours when it came out on PS4, uh, way, way, way back in the day, um, in college, and I was just, like... I st stared at a part of me was, like, I, I stared at a puzzle for 45 minutes, and I'm like, I don't get it i just do not understand how you're how to solve the problem i i had a too stupid moment recently and i was and i was embarrassed by it i was playing thief um and one of the the objective i'm playing thief and i'm playing the game on expert mode because 
uh, expert mode has you, it's not any harder, like, the AI's not any smarter, it's just, like, you have to do more things in the level, which is actually brilliant, because it's, like, there's just more opportunities for you to get caught, like, because you're, you're going through more of the map, you're seeing more rooms, like, you're doing more, like, layouts, uh, it's just great, it's just a great system, yeah. um, but, like, they wanted me to find this, like, silver fire poker, and I fucking couldn't find it. And I was, like, using my logic. I was like, okay, well, let's check all the rooms of the fireplaces. I just couldn't fucking find it. And then it turns out that there was just, like, a hidden switch inside of one of the fireplaces in the place that was most logical to find it. Like, it was just, like, I was just too dumb to, like, just turn my head to where the fucking switch was. Or, like, to just think, well, the, it must be a hidden passage. Because there was a, I thought there must be a hidden passage, but I was like, but there's no way to, like, discover a hidden passage. It would have to be with a switch or a button. I was just too stupid to search on the inside of the fireplace for this thing. Yeah. So, like, so I found it, and I was like, shit, that took five seconds to complete this. I was just too stupid. Um, so, like, I could probably do that mission in, like, ten minutes if I just was more efficient. Um, probably my favorite mission so far, honestly. I, that, that was a fun one. Yeah. Uh. Although that's, 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 uh, like, th that's fine. Cause like, there are just moments where we fuck up. It happens. It fucking happens. Um, I can think of plenty of, you know, plenty of times where, you know, I've totally walked past the clear, like clearly where I was supposed to go. And I'm like, oh, I'm such a fucking idiot. You know what um, hurts is when that happens in a let's play. When you're like watching someone do that shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, that shit happens in a let's play. Yeah. Oh my God. Dude, like the fucking Conker's Bad Fur Day Nintendo Capri Sun Let's Play is like because he he, he well he did that game blind too right yeah but that shit's ulcer inducing that oh. that that Let's Play is ulcer inducing well isn't that Let's Play like fifty parts long yeah and like Conker's not that long of a game right I haven't played no it. he just he just is a dumbass like and he admits he's like when I play a new game I'm just I'm just a dumbass like he admitted it but like there was a puzzle where there's a mouse who's hungry and there are like pieces of anthropomorphic cheese around the level and he's like what am I supposed to do and I was like bro but then he's in a barn and there there's an anthropomorphic pitchfork and anthropomorphic haystacks and he's like all right I understand what to do here and I'm like what world are you on man what fucking planet is this? You couldn't figure out mouse for cheese? I don't know. Like, well, here, I, I can explain this. I can explain this. Nintendo Capri Sun's got a southern accent. Probably lived in a, grew up in a rural area. He's familiar with bar. He's familiar with hay and hose, you know? Uh, he, he's familiar with, um, well, he grew, he was born in, where was he born? I, I should know Wisconsin, this. Wisconsin, right? He, no, he lives in Wisconsin. Okay. He, he moved to Georgia, Florida. Michigan and Texas. Okay, I know I know that much. I don't know where he was born though, and he lived briefly in Kentucky. Uh, and I believe that's it. Okay, interesting. For his travels very interesting. But yeah, he anyway. But the point is, he didn't. None of those places are a major metropolitan urban area. He doesn't know what a fucking mouse is. Yeah, but you know, you know what he, he would have seen in the seventies. Sam, Tom and Jerry. I one of one of the the funniest things Matthew Matosis has ever said is, uh, when you see a rhinoceros based enemy in Beautiful Joe, you know that he's gonna charge. But if the rhinoceros goes extinct, then players won't necessarily have that reference. So what I'm saying is, if you care about video games, you should also care about animal preservation, so that conveyance can can uh continue to be as clear as it is. And I and I was like. He's kind of right, though. You know what I mean? Like, if like there are certain things that, like, devs probably are like, yeah, everyone knows this. Everybody knows red means explode. 
Yeah, everybody knows, knows the explode. red barrels explode. But like mice like cheese. <laughs> mice like cheese, which is fun fact, not true. Then why are they why are they using cheese in the mouse traps? Then cheese mild? is too strong. Cheese is actually too strong for some mice's nose, and it hurts because cheese has such a strong odor. But I think, but but mice would eat cheese because fuck, it's they food. Would eat anything because they would eat anything. Like yeah. so, so that's why the the stereotype is. Or like, apparently rabbits aren't supposed to eat carrots. Oh no, yeah, they don't fucking eat carrots. Yeah, but like Bugs Bunny's over here, like he's fucking he's fucking chewing on a carrot like a like a like a like a cock rating. Yeah, right. Like, so you know, cartoons. I, cartoons kind of in the same way that we need to sue Nickelodeon, we need to sue cartoons in general for affecting game design. Where are you going with this? My, where, uh... where are you going with this? <laughs> The Honorable Miles Edgeworth with a Y, representing Nintendo Capri Sun in his class action lawsuit against Rareware. One person cannot have a class action lawsuit <laughs> that's literally against what class action means. <laughs> in a, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, it's just he's suing. Uh, he's suing on uh, on dumbassery grounds. I just thought of a stupid idea because you know how everyone's always like the middle class is dying out, the the middle yes. class is going extinct. I like the idea of like there's one there's one guy left who technically would quantify as a middle class, and he he's like, well, I'm the only one in the class, which means I can start a class action lawsuit. <laughs> that's that's such a like, that's such a convoluted like Andy Kaufman joke. It's so fucking stupid. That's the, this is the shit that makes me fucking laugh nowadays. I, I need you. Yeah. To, I need you to know. That's the shit I think is fucking funny. Sa- um, Sam's brain is slowly like degrading to the point where like things make him laugh that make no sense. But like he laughs, so I laugh on this show. Like yeah. Sam will sometimes say some stupid fucking unfunny shit, and I'll just fucking cackle <laughs> because he's. I can see him fucking smiling to himself. Yeah, because I think it's fucking funny. I don't give a I shit must if admit anyone that, else does. I wonder if that's lost on the audience, though, on on the on the listeners. I don't know, dude. I mean, like, I gotta first of all, real quick, because we're about to we're about to wrap up this show. I want to give a fucking huge, fucking shout out to every single one of you motherfuckers listening to this show because we've cons- Miles, we've consistently like in the seventies, eighties in listeners. I I mean I I have people who will like tell me that they listen to the episodes like that's pretty awesome I didn't oh. realize that that was that many I assumed that it was only like five or six oh yeah no I had uh, one of my one of my good buddies uh, sh- shout out Bryce when you end up inevitably getting getting to this episode what's up man uh he was messaging me about shit from the from the ripping your socks in Lovecraft Country episode today yeah I know he was I know messaging me bits and shit from that show behind. There's a it's funny because my my friend messaged me and he said the cool S episode is my favorite one and I was like really. Hell yeah! That one? I, I'm, I don't I'm remember fu- anything from that one. Oh, I'm so fucking thankful that 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 like that is one of his favorite episodes because it's new. It's a newer episode, which means we and must have awesome. outdone ourselves. Yeah, but I genuinely don't fucking remember any of it. I I will say this much. I think I think I think 
I think this is a good episode. I like this episode. Oh, yeah, me and I, too. And I'm, I'm patting ourselves on the back because we, we got about an hour into an episode earlier. And we just, like, we, we just, like, both felt it where we were like, this sucks. This yeah. fucking sucks. Yeah, and, like, we've done that, like, multiple times now where we've been through a recording. That was the longest one because, for the record, like, we were now, again, over an hour into the show. Our show's the, 90 minutes that, long. Yeah, before that, the longest one was 45 minutes in. Yeah, for, for, 45, and then we just we just stopped. <laughs> yeah, we just knew it wasn't working. Um, And I'll say this much. I think I think everything changed after Wacky Packs. <laughs> I think I think everything changed after Wacky Packs because we finished the Wacky Packs episode, and I remember we both thought to ourselves, like, I never want to have an episode that isn't that funny again. Yeah, and, and like, we had some we had some kind of whack episodes, of course. Like it know, happens. Like about, it happens. Yeah, it happens. Like, like well, there's gonna be there's gonna be shit in here. Uh, oh, but yeah. like here, because because and I I want to say this, and I bring all this up for for folks who are like interested in like. Who are you know people listening to the show who are fans or who are or first time listeners and like are are want to you know show show this podcast to your friends like I feel confident in saying that like the last like ten episodes we've done sans like probably the crackies which is the last episode we've done that has been like a real stinker IMO um but uh like I think like everything from like black like blackbeard's bitcoin psa like on i think it's been super fucking good the, i don't remember the crackies being that bad but that's fair i just remember the, the crackies being significantly less like less good than the other episodes yeah. to be fair the thirstiest time of the year is one of the funniest things oh it's it's it's, it's it, it is gen- the thirstiest time of the year genuinely is the one hundred thousand word joke do you, do you know the longest joke ever written? Oh, yes. I'm familiar with this. Where the punchline is ne- better Nate than Lever. Like, <laughs> and it's literally like 100,000 words long. Yeah, that that is that is that kind of podcast. Yeah. The, and the I don't I don't want to I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't listened to it cuz the, the ending is The time of the year is that. Um but yeah, I don't remember anything from the the cool ass the cool Oh, cool. No, cool ass chronicles is, is uh and granted like I I'm 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 not going to lie here. I I, I, I I'm I'm out here being like, oh come on, Miles. Clearly, we talked about this. No, motherfuckers. I got Spotify pulled up. I have the dis- I have the descriptions, I, the paragraphs I, I'm I write. It now. We talked about trains, which I vaguely remember. Autism but no, we speaks, which I we remember. talked about. We talked about how how like I I was considering starting to do starting to do my signature by using a cool S. Yeah, which which I liked because I suggested that. I remember yeah, it's we, fucking... you were talking about signing a check. Yeah, it's fucking funny. <laughs> Um, can I, can I just say my favorite joke or like my favorite, like on from the last couple episodes, I, this, I, this went underrated to me and I, uh, it makes me sad. Um, P (laughs) no P P has been well received. Uh, the, the one that, the one that is under underrated, I think is, is when you're talking about spawn and you're like, (laughs) I am Todd McFarlane and I am telling you to turn off your lights immediately. Like that shit makes me laugh every time because (laughs) because you 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 are going into every word in that sentence without a single pause and it is just the same rhythm every single time it's like so it just it makes me it makes me laugh because i'm like when is he gonna stop and it never stops it's like a fucking train when the train goes through the tunnel and it's like three years long the train is fucking three years long it won't stop yeah that shit's that shit's so fucking good. What's the fucking episode? What's the fucking episode where I go off about the fucking uh, convention for like ten minutes? 
that's the Mega Milker. Oh, that's right. That's at the end of that's at the end of Mega Milker. Which yeah. that episode's so funny to me because I only remember the last thirty minutes. I like only remember the last thirty minutes <laughs> I can't of that show. Anything that happened before we started doing the Mega Milker bit. What did um, I? What did I write? What did I? What did Mario, I write? Miles tries to beat Super Mario Bros. for the first time without warp. Sam goes off on a local convention, and the boy. So we literally we only have the Mario's part. I don't know what happens. The horror arena. Uh, it's it's just funny because like I could go through this and I could tell you what I remember from every episode, and most of it would be I remember nothing. Like yeah. I, I um for the for the big kink for prison I I genuinely only remember the the prison discussion. Oh, you don't remember disgusting black creatures? Get out of Get my out sight! Get out of my sight! I do now. Now I do. I do remember that now. I had a vague. I was like Shadow the Hedgehog. We talk about Shadow in that episode, don't we? Yeah. I mean, I I can't remember fucking any of these fucking episodes. But to be fair, I made the content. What what we we're just do... riffing. Yeah. yeah, we're just we just riff and also for, because here's the deal. There's also a separate thing with you specifically that like roles are going to reverse because just in case you, we haven't we didn't talk about it last week. You're editing the show for or at least the time being. Yes, um, for for now and for the foreseeable future as well. Yeah, for the for the for, yeah, for the foreseeable future. And then we'll probably find a way where we'll, we'll, we can either alternate or, or or make it easy. Just a, a lot yeah. a lot's been on my plate personally. Yeah, it just uh, it depends on our schedules moving forward. Yeah, and we'll just we'll play it by year. Um, which doesn't really matter to y'all very much, but for the first, like, you know, 39 episodes of the show, like, I edited every single one, and for a couple of those shows that went two and a half, three hours, which was most of the first half of our run, and, uh, you know, a good chunk of the others, you know, went that long, I condensed that down to, like, 90 minutes. If you didn't listen to that episode, you wouldn't have known what made it in and what really got cut, other than, like, what yeah. we kind of spitball at the end of the show what makes it i used to listen to every episode and then one day i was just like bitch i made this i don't care yeah oh i'm i'm with you and i think it for for aspiring podcasters out there i think you should you should i just edit it and like when i I by edit it i mean i go through the whole fucking thing people like you you think you think those bleeps make right themselves no motherfucker i'm putting them in i'm saving us from getting i'm saving us from getting kicked You'll notice that I that I uh I'm saying I'm saying less edgy shit now because it's my job to edit it. Um but uh but but Sam Sam dropped Sam dropped something and the moment he said that I was just like fuck. God damn it. Cuz I, I got to go and I gotta cut it. That dude. Yeah. No, I got I got to I got to go and find that bleep. Um, yeah. Oh, I oh, I'll show you how to I mean, I, you could do it in audition. It's super fucking easy. But anyway, anyways. Okay. Uh, I, I do want to say before, since we're like doing like lore, like deep lore crack out shit now for the, for the real ones, um, the, the, like, it is funny how like part of what helps me remember what happens in an episode was how good the title of the episode is. Yeah. Um, well, how, how easily we can remember the episode. Yeah. It like is based off title. of like what 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 the title is because like there's some there's some like older like perfect example of an older title hp lovecraft's crazy taxi for the shadow over station square is like because there's a bunch of shit there i i remember what we we spoke about but yeah i wanted like with the cool s chronicles i can't remember anything that happened yeah but i will tell you the absolute worst uh crack house title of the entire run thus far um and can you guess what it is uh, is it shit posters, the woman, and other Discord archetypes? Uh, that's in the bottom fucking five for sure. Okay. Uh, that was uh, like a, I was out of ideas and I was I had to upload the fucking show. 
Um, okay. And I'm like, this is fucking it. Uh, no, the worst title is Your Mom's Credit Card. Because the that title... The one. Because the episode title should have been The Chicken is Good. Yeah. And, like, no, I always fucking forget... That the chicken is good happened in that episode because well, it's, it's we could change it we could we could change it can't we I could but I I'm I'm in too deep I'm in too deep uh I'm in uh, too deep I I will say uh, one one that I that you didn't know its name and I knew immediately was can I talk about panties Oh yeah <laughs> What the fuck even happened to that episode. <laughs> Nothing. I can't remember anything from that. Episode. Oh, we. Oh, this the this the one where we talk about where we give advice on how to recommend media to your friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, we belong in a geriatric home. For like our <laughs> shit memory, dude. We belong in a fucking home. It's it's not it's not fucking yeah. good. It's so. It's hey, time to record the podcast. Yes. No, Miles. The podcast has been over for fifty years. <laughs> oh. Is it time to record the podcast? Fuck it, I got man. really mad at Among Us today. I could talk about that. They voted Miles, me that. out because I was blue. Yeah, they they voted me out because they said blue lives don't matter today, and they voted yeah. me out. And um, they voted me out. Miles, Among Us was <laughs> Among Us was canceled by the Bone King of Texas. <laughs> Dude, what what's going to happen in 10 years when we're still doing this show and we're, like, th- in our mid-30s? <laughs> I fucking – dude, I fucking hope we're not still doing this show because I don't know if that's pathetic or not. Here's the deal. Tell. Well, let me let me ask this. How old are the people who host Town? Like, early 30s, I think. Okay, They've been doing so it for 10 years, though. You're right. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah. Because to me, I explained I, – I, I, I was – my butt, one of my good buddies sent me a, a Cumtown clip, and I'm like, I like to think Crack House is like Cumtown, but if, like, Cumtown was, like, super into degenerate, like, weeb shit and video yeah, Cumtown, games. This is going to sound awful, but Cumtown is, is like – Cumtown is, like, millennial burnouts who are also still normies. Like, they still go outside, and they still have opinions on, on black people. <laughs> Whereas, like, I've never seen a black person in real life besides looking in the mirror – like it, you know, you know, you go outside if you have opinions on minorities. <laughs> it's it's just going outside. Yeah, having opinions on minorities. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the Venn diagram yeah. overlaps. Yeah, I know it's pretty pretty fucking wild, dude. What, what overlaps, motherfucker? It's a circle, dude. It's, it's just circle. one yeah. circle. Going, um, yeah, like like if if you asked if you asked a millennial like what's your opinion on indian people and and they would be they would be like you know it's always annoying how i call them on their tech lines and 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 their stupid accents always make it so hard to understand like millennials would talk, would talk about this shit right and yeah. and people would be like what's your opinion on indian people and i would be like i knew a guy named akash in elementary school he was fine like the last time i saw an indian person was 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 uh i don't know like was college and i have no opinion on them as people because i didn't leave my dorm enough my uh my oldest there friend was a girl, who there was I a girl is... named prue and prue was kind of nice my my old my oldest uh my oldest friend who i like still keep in like current consistent contact with a not shot out um is is indian and he's great you ask a millennial their opinion on a not 
that oh, everybody like, likes him. Everybody loves this guy. No, we but if you him ask on the a show. millennial and a, an opinion on a knot, they'll be like, a garlic knot? A noose? talking a bunt line hitch? I learned that in the Boy Scouts. Let's get the fuck out of here immediately. <laughs> I'm hitting. You see You see the eject button? You see the big run button? I'm fucking hitting it. It's time to If you want to be a true crackhead, blah, blah, blah. It's Head on down to crackhouse.com. Crack house, crack house. That's right. Crackhouse.com. New website. Subscribe to our service, Crackpipe. Crackpipe. Get the app. It's only two bucks. <laughs> Oh, what? Oh, no. Is that what is that I hear? Is that poor people Twitter complaining our app is $2? Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want a pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want a pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Hey. Bitch, I'm about to fuck this cutie, so I whip out my katana And I knock this little bitch out with just one hit like I'm Saitama Why you act like you retarded, like little bitch, I don't want drama I still hit when she says no, don't understand what she don't wanna, a Sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo All these bitches want me like my name was fucking Jojo Asian penis is too tiny like it was a nose show Bitch, don't watch your coochie, watch anime with the bros, though with my motherfucking bitch I might pull up, give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss And man, if you talking shit, tell Ryuk you on a list Yeah, your sister is my groupie, she take this anime Dick. Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep. Score a bounty on that pussy, you can call me Spike Lee. Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch, I'm Todoroki. And if you got some shit to say, then you can say it to me. Anime thighs, when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye.